Oh my goodness. Is episode 100. A hundred, hundred. One honey. Uh, we got a good podcast for you for the 100th episode. Do you want to hear maybe about some league winning players? Well, mm-hmm. that's what we got for you on the show today. Let's get straight to it. Welcome to the Fantasyland Football Podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this is an exciting, exciting day. But Dake like cake. It's Thursday, yeah, June 3rd. I'm here with Badaki. This is Zach. And you have tuned in to Fantasyland Football's 100th episode. That's right. Let's go. That's right. Hype it up. Hype it up. Hype it Change up, people. Wait, 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 special. Did you say zero to a hundred? Mm-hmm. Oh. 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 That's you right. You already know what it is. Real Drizzy quick. Drake. Shout out to Drake. Uh. Shout out to <laughs> Drizzy Drake. Zero to a hundred on the show today. He actually made this song specifically for us. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, he was like, moment. Fantasyland Football did a hundred podcasts in less than eight months. I should yep. make a song for them. And that's how this yeah. was born. That's exactly what happened. Somehow he traveled back in time to mm-hmm. release a song. So it would be ready for Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Anyway, you chose to listen to this podcast today, whether it's your hundredth time listening or your first. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate the love. Uh, if it's the best thing you've ever heard, drop a review and tell all your friends. If it's not very good at all, just pretend that it never happened. And we'll just pretend mm-hmm. as well. What is Patreon, Badaki? Patreon, how can people support this show after a hundredth episode? Absolutely. Like Zach said, Patreon, patreon.com slash fantasyland fam. Best way to support the show. If you love what we're doing here on all platforms, podcasts, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, whatever platform you see us on, Fantasyland or Patreon is the best way to support that. What you like, anything that you're seeing there. Also, the Golden Goats League. Mm-hmm. If you want to play fantasy football with us, check out Patreon. Best yeah. way to play fantasy football. You can be in a league with us. You can make trades. You can Talks Mac, you can have bragging rights for the year, whatever the case may be, patreon.com slash fantasyland fam. That's right. Patreon.com slash fantasyland fam. I want to ask you quickly before we get into our segment, we have a great segment coming up for you. We're going to be talking about what players we believe could win you your fantasy league this year. But Mm -hmm. Badaki, is there anything that stands out in these hundred episodes? Might be nothing off the top of your head. We didn't plan this. Um, it's a special day for us, a special day for the people who like the podcast. But is there anything that stands out that is just a memory you like or a really bad podcast that we that we pretend didn't happen? <laughs> is there anything that stands out to you? It, it Look, a couple of things stand out. You know, I think I remember I probably did this maybe a month ago and I saw our very first like YouTube recording or episode mm. recording of a podcast and we, we've come a long way, mm-hmm. honestly. Let me tell you that. I, another memorable moment, I guess, fantasy-related was Henry Hugs. Yes, Henry You know, Huggs. everyone knows I can't finish my sentence or, you know, quantify a sentence properly sometimes. Or say sometimes. names properly at all. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's all love because if you know, who, you know who I am and what I do, it's just, it's all love. I do this for fun and hopefully, uh, yeah. 
you know, you guys can can see that. But if I say a name wrong, shout out, shout out to those people because I don't I don't mean to butcher your name. Mm. Yeah, I uh, I agree. You? It's it's been fun, man. This has actually been the best. Like we said, this podcast happened because of COVID. We lost our jobs, and we we're like, this is our dream mm-hmm. job. Let's do it. And it's been the biggest blessing in disguise. I just love doing this every time we get a chance to come into a podcast. And um, obviously, like I have memorable moments about, I say this all the time, talking about Justin Jefferson. I said that he was better than Adam Thielen last year and people were ready to like come to my house and fight me. (laughs) Um, But I also look back at our first podcast and I think we've just gotten better. (laughs) I I hope we've gotten better conversationally. Topics wise, how we present our information, it's it's been really fun and and uh, again, like you know, we just can't thank you enough for the support. Shout out to everyone supporting the show on Patreon. You are literally supporting our dreams, so we appreciate you. Badaki, yeah, what absolutely. segment have we got today, though? Yeah, absolutely. So, what players do you believe will win People's Fantasy League this year? Zach Fantasy League winners. I'll go first. Mm-hmm. My first guy is the GOAT. That's right. Tom Brady. Now, let me break this down for you. Last year, 2020, is it crazy to say that that was an adjustment year for Tom Brady? I mean, he he won the Super Bowl. So is it really fair to say that it was an adjustment year? But I really feel that it was an adjustment year. This team offensively did not hit its stride until the very end of the year. At the right right time, they made the right plays, and it just started to click. AB was back, Godwin was healthy, Evans was healthy, and this team, we saw what an offensive powerhouse this team can be. Going into 2021, a whole nother year, Tom Brady, with this coaching staff, brought back all the weapons that won the Super Bowl. This Mm -hmm. team is going to be good, good. But let's talk about fantasy, okay? Last year, let's talk about the fantasy playoffs. Mm -hmm. In the fantasy playoffs, if your fantasy playoffs started from week 14 to 17, if that was your playoffs, Tom Brady was a quarterback four. Right. If your playoffs started from week 15, he was the quarterback two. This is the time of the year where Tom Brady finally started to click with all the weapons that he had in this offense. And to me, I feel like it's only going to get better going into his second year with with, uh, Tampa Bay. Again, this team is going to be really good. This is the best set of offensive weapons that Tom Brady has ever had. Ever. Okay? I don't care. Look at any other year. You can DM me. We can fight. He has never had better (laughs) offensive weapons than the 2021 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, Gio Bernard, don't sleep on Gio, Scotty Miller, and the rookie Jalen Darden. There is speed all over the field. There are hands all over the field. There is toughness all over the field. There is no weakness in this offense. Put it on the board. Tom Brady will throw 50 touchdowns this year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I am drafting him as my late-round quarterback at every chance I can. He's currently my quarterback six in redraft leagues. He's being drafted as a quarterback 13 to 15, somewhere in that area. Okay. So when I'm looking to target him, it's anywhere from round 10 onwards. If I can 
build my team running backs, wide receivers with those first nine picks, tight ends, and I can make a strong core, I believe that Tom Brady can be the guy that puts me over the hill and I don't even have to take him until the 10th round onwards. Tom Brady, 50 touchdowns this year, the best offense he's ever had. This will be one of the best teams again Don't be afraid to draft Tom Brady because he will win people fantasy leagues this year. (laughs) That's a huge, huge statement, a huge thing that you said there. And, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe you're waiting for year two when we come around and we look at this episode and it's like, I've thought about this a lot and I feel very (laughs) confident. And think about it. There are 17 games this year. So 50 touchdowns isn't crazy. He threw 40 last year. Not crazy. Okay. It's not crazy. This team's going to be better, even better than they were last year. Badaki, who is your first player that you think could win people their leagues this year? Yeah, Brandon Ayuk, San Francisco 49ers. And he's a definition of all around Ayuk. Okay. Should we? I feel like we should drop yeah. a... Uh, Ayuk. Yeah. Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Ayuk. Ayuk. You can do that. You do one of those. It's episode 100. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Look, this is someone that can line up anywhere, honestly, on the field and just be a nightmare for the defense. Okay, year two is where I see him flourish and really coming to his zone. And if you really look at it and we look at his quarterback situation, when Jimmy G's on the field, he's not terrible. Okay, mm-hmm. Jimmy G's not terrible and, and Brandon Ayuk is not terrible. And with the addition of Trey Lance and his abilities and what we all believe that what he can do, Brandon Ayuk, you know, he's just going to go to the next level and exceed in the expectations that we all have going into this year. Okay. Okay. And another thing that I would like to bring up is let's not forget about Debo Samuel. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's consistently getting injured. So I was going to ask injured. you about, I was going to ask you what about Debo? Yeah. He's consistently getting injured. As much as I hope Debo stays healthy, you know, I believe Ayuk will become the Debo we've never seen. Mm. Okay. Brandon Ayuk has all the opportunity to be the number one receiver here. He's currently my wide receiver 23, and I believe he can win New York leagues. Mm. I like to take. He's your wide receiver 23. Can mm-hmm. you find out where he went in our last mock draft? And I'm going to quickly say one he thing went. about Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Go G, what we need to realize, guys, from a fantasy perspective, don't be afraid of Jimmy G. Not the draft Jimmy G, but the weapons around Jimmy G. He's auditioning all year long. However many games he gets to start, he every game he's auditioning to every other NFL team saying, hey, don't forget about me. I'm still an elite quarterback. He wants to show people that because he's surely not the quarterback of the future for this team, but every other team is going to be watching every game that he plays. Jimmy G is going to play his best football this year. Where mm-hmm. was Ayuk drafted in the latest mock draft we just he did? Was in the, he went in the fifth, fifth okay. round. And he was wide receiver. Out of all the wide receivers went off the board, he was wide receiver 21. Okay. So there was a couple a couple key guys that were still on the board, like CeeDee Lamb. I took him right after Brandon Ayuk. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Tyler Lockett was still on the board. Kenny G was still on the board. But I take Brandon Ayuk over all those guys besides CeeDee Lamb. But, you know, Brandon Ayuk is, is he's making his way to be a wide receiver one in the next coming years, hopefully. Mm. And this could be the year. Who knows? Yeah. All righty. If you want to watch that mock draft, by the way, it's on YouTube. Um, link in our bio of any social media platform. You'll be able to find our YouTube page to see that latest mock draft or go to youtube.com slash fantasy land football. My second player that I believe can win people their fantasy leagues this year is mm-hmm. Devonta Smith. Oh, boy. He is currently the wide receiver 26 in my rankings. 
He okay. went off the board in our latest mock draft as a wide receiver 32. Here's the deal. I'm targeting Devonta Smith in the seventh round all day. This is a high reward, no risk pick in the seventh round. There's no risk taking Devonta Smith. I promise you. I know he's a rookie, but the amount of targets that Devonta Smith is going to see in his rookie year is enough to say that in the seventh round, this is more than a safe pick. This is a high reward, no risk pick. Let's break this down. The question we've all been asking, mm-hmm. can Devonta Smith do it in the NFL? Right. The reality is we have seen players like Devonta Smith come in and not succeed. However, they have not been in the NFL in this era. This era of the NFL offense is made for a player like Devontae Smith. Get an athlete in space and let him dominate. I've been saying that all offseason. Don't be worried about drafting Devontae Smith. This defense is not going to be good. So the Eagles are going to have to score a lot of points. (laughs) Jalen Jalen Hurts is going to be running all around trying to get this team some points because the defense isn't going to be doing it for them. And here's how I see it. When I stat out Devonta Smith, I don't see a way that he doesn't get 110 targets this year, minimum. 110 okay. targets. This seems about Tell me right. who else in, in this opinion. offense is, is going to be the wide receiver one. It's not Jalen Rager. He's still talented, nope. but he's not the guy. Mm-hmm. It's not Dallas Goddard. He will be the second wide receiver option. And who else is there? There's no one else to compete with targets. Bad team, needs to score a lot, talented wide receiver, in the modern-day NFL, Devonta Smith could finish as a top 15 wide receiver in his first year. It's not crazy, people. It really isn't. Draft Devonta Smith in the seventh round and thank me later when you win your league. I completely agree. I have him ranked 24 amongst my wide receivers above certain names like DJ Moore, Tyler Lockett, Corley Sullen, Tyler Boyd, those, those guys. So I, I believe in Devonta Smith coming into this season. I love it. Who's your last yeah. guy? Man, I'm excited about this one. Okay. I'm really excited, okay? And maybe this could be a little home bias, but let me let me actually break it down, okay? okay. 2019, his rookie year, Danny Dimes. Oh, He didn't no. start, okay? He didn't start. Why? Because Eli Manning was still on the team. It was his first year on the team, first year with the offensive scheme. He becomes a starter week three versus the Bucks. Crazy, crazy game. I don't know if you remember that. He won the last minute. He ran it in himself. I don't know if you remember that, Raymond James. And did you know in his rookie year, Daniel Jones threw 24 touchdowns. Mm. He only played 13 games. Okay, because mm. Eli obviously was still on the team. And it was it was promising rookie year. Did he start after week, four, after week three? No, yeah. He didn't start week one, week two, okay. and then he okay, missed okay. it. And then, you know, towards the end, Eli didn't play. 2020, sophomore year, new head coach, new offensive coordinator, COVID year, Saquon gets hurt, doesn't have an XY receiver. He struggles with fumbles still. And let me just say, Brett Favre holds the record for the most fumbles in, in a quarterback. Okay, I'm not comparing him to Brett careful. Favre. I'm not saying he's a great. I'm not saying he's as Be good as Brett Favre careful. at all. Just let, people say that fumbles are a problem. They yeah. are a problem. But Brett Favre was. He is the holder mm. of this record. Mm-hmm. So that was a big thing. Coming into this season, okay, we signed Kenny G, the biggest wide receiver signing in the off season. Mm-hmm. Okay, and did you know Danny Dimes is the best deep ball thrower, or was the best deep ball thrower in 2020? Is that like a PFF he was number stat? one? Yeah, he was. He passes over 20 plus yards. He was number one. Wow. Okay. His accuracy. Okay. So signing we KG drafted, makes a lot of sense. Then um. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't hate it so Tony. far. Keep going. 
Mm-hmm. He gets Saquon back. Year two with Joe Judge. Year two with Jason Garrett, Garrett the offensive coordinator. And some year three with some key pieces of this offensive line. Mm-hmm. Okay? Daniel Jones has everything in front of him to succeed in his yeah. year three. Obviously, everyone's saying this is make or break for DJ. This is his last year. This is the, where you evaluate him. This is the first time Talk he's going in with some with some pieces, with some offensive lines, with, with with a head coach, the same offensive scheme. Danny, I don't know if you saw my guy's rip too. Okay, he's he's crazy shredded. But look, there's no, in my opinion, if you if you're a late round guy, a late round quarterback drafter, there's no risk in taking Danny Danny Dimes. In my personal okay. opinion. In some leagues, he's going on draft, and in some leagues, he can go from as late as you know second to last round, depending on how many rounds you have in your in your league. So if you're a guy that wants to do that, that's amazing. If you're a guy that wants to take him early, if you're in a mm. two quarterback league, all right, that, that could be something special. Okay, you let know, me ask you this then: redraft. Let's talk about redraft leagues. One quarterback. Okay. Is this a guy that you're saying I don't need to draft a quarterback? Danny Dimes will be there late. Or is this a guy you're drafting as a second quarterback because you see upside and trade value? It's it's both. So if I'm going with if I'm Depending seeing no quarterbacks and I'm yeah in a okay. redraft situation and if I'm getting a late round quarterback, Danny Dimes is on the top of that list. If I'm okay. doing a two quarterback league, obviously I'll get one of the top tier guys if I can snag him, and then Danny Danny Dimes is my QB two, which I believe is a tremendous upside, especially with the signing of Kenny G. And all these pieces that that they have. Okay. You know, the Giants are gonna look mean here, and Danny Dimes is oh. could win you leagues. You already know. Let's go. We going to the playoffs. <laughs> oh, as a Washington football team fan, I say, wait a second. Gotta win the division <laughs> first. Uh, we do I have to win the did division. not like this take until I heard you explain it. And there is potential there. The fact that yeah. Saquon was out all last year. They sign Kenny Galladay. They draft Kadarius Tony. Mm-hmm. Could be something special, man. It could be something special. So I don't hate it. Um, I love okay, it. so those are four players that we believe can win you your fantasy leagues this year: Tom Brady, Brandon Ayuk, Devonta Smith, and Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. Year Ooh. three. Let's go zero to one hundred. We got zero to one hundred right on now. the episode, and um, we pumped. And we pumped. All right, we've been doing this segment as of recently, just talking about what's been on your mind. And I have something in particular I'd like to to bring up. I don't know if you do. We kind of just, whatever we've been thinking about, we talk about it to end the show. Right. A little bit of a shorter episode. Mm-hmm. What's been on your mind? For me, lately, from a dynasty perspective, I feel like sometimes we focus too much on the future when we do a dynasty startup. Friendly reminder, if you win dynasty in year one, you're still a dynasty champion, right? (laughs) It's not like, it's not like if you win year one and you don't win in year five, you didn't win a championship. So players that are a little bit older, like Adam Thielen, Julio Jones, maybe Chris Carson, some of Mm -hmm. these veteran players, maybe we shouldn't be as afraid to draft these guys. Because yes, you are drafting for the future. You do want a great team in five years' time. But what about this year? Do you not want to win a dynasty league in the first year? Do you want to completely tank in the first year? 
personally, I want to win every year. There's not a year that I want to go into dynasty and be happy. I know some people are just happy with, no, it's not my year. I'm just going to tank. I don't, yeah. I don't like playing like that. That, that doesn't, I don't find any interest in my league if I play it that way. So what I've been thinking about recently is I need to reevaluate the veterans when I'm doing a dynasty startup draft. Yes, Julio Jones probably only has one or two years left of elite production. But what if I could win this year? Would I not want Julio Jones on my team? Would I not want Chris Carson on my team? You know, there's a bunch of veteran guys that I am more worried about drafting. But if the ADP is right, why not try and go out and win the first year, win the second year? What if I win two years in a row? If I could promise you that in a league, you would win two out of the five years, would you take it? I mean, yeah, absolutely. I think when I think about that that conversation and that scenario, it's like, okay, let's say I do draft Julio Jones. He gets traded to another team. He only has a one-year contract. He retires. I win that year. So if I win that year, clearly that means I have the 12th pick in the rookie drafts, correct? Because mm-hmm. obviously the... The one with the worst record goes to first, just like any yeah. like NFL draft. That means I'm hoping that a wide receiver is going to fall to me in the end of the first. It's not even like it's a snake. Mm. You know, it, it's, it goes from one to 12 and then back to one. So it's not you're hoping mm. that you're going to get there's going to be some sort of value in the draft next year. I think you have to play an even mix and like maybe someone like Julio Jones, totally. maybe somebody I'm not targeting in a in a draft. Maybe somebody a little bit more, um, maybe two or three years younger than Julio. I'm trying to think of somebody who's two or three. How about younger. Mike Evans? Mike Evans is a guy I've been thinking about a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Okay. See, that, that's a that's a great analogy. I think Mike Evans still has some some years. Um, I think he's twenty seven he, or twenty eight. Yeah, he's twenty seven right now. So I believe he can go. I would take Mike Evans over Julio Jones, even though I believe Julio Jones is more talented. Mm-hmm. I think the long, I think the longevity of that is better. Um, you know, how old's Keenan Allen? Keenan Allen is twenty nine. So you see, I, even as much as I love Keenan, I don't know how much long he has. We all know how injury prone he is. Things like that. You know, Adam Thielen is coming to that point where yeah. you know, even though he doesn't have as much wear and tear, mm, he does have some wear and tear. But yeah. like when I say wear and tear, I, I do believe he's Adam older. Thielen. He's older, I, older. I but. do believe Alan Thielen can probably give you maybe one or two more years rather than Julio Jones will probably give you one yeah. to two years. I don't know. Adam, see, that's where the line gets a little blurry for me. I feel like Thielen, even this year, will have a significant drop-off. Yeah, uh, You take away I, I some of those so touchdowns well. last year, and his year looks a lot worse than it was. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of the thought process I've been dealing with a little bit. You know, I look in drafts and I think about a, a in a redraft, a guy like Matt Ryan. As my quarterback, too, if it's a super flex. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. I should be maybe less afraid to draft these guys when I'm looking at the future. Even a guy, let's say, in the running back room like a Kareem Hunt. He has a solidified role right now. Why am I afraid to draft him? Um, if I want to win this year, isn't he a guy that I would ideally want on my team? Um, in another dynasty, I drafted Mike Davis. He was my cor- my running back four. And I said on the live stream, I'm so sorry. I just need someone this year. <laughs> I need someone I can rely on this year. Right. So right, right. my mindset is I think you're best at Dynasty when you're right in the middle. You don't want to be 100% focused on the future. And you don't want to be 100% focused on right now. 
I feel like if you're right there somewhere in the middle, that's when you're at a sweet spot. Uh, you'll, you'll find that if you play Dynasty and you only ever look at the future, guys, sometimes draft classes are just not good. Like we were yeah. so spoiled this year that if you're doing a Dynasty startup you know, right now, you might have the thought process, oh, next year I could get Jalen Waddle. Next next year I could get, you know, a Devonta Smith, a Jamar Chase, a Najee Harris yeah, in the draft. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what next year is going to hold. We don't know the talent that next year is going to bring. Don't be so single-minded in your dynasty approach that you focus solely on the future because you might not ever be a team that's competing, ever. You know, you might be so future and those future players don't pan out. And then you're sitting here with a team that's not good and you never had a chance to win a championship. That's what I've been thinking about lately. Is there anything that's been on your mind in particular, Badaki, when when it comes to um, fantasy lately? Look, uh, fantasy, not necessarily. You know, I think I'm thinking more about like, you know, I think I've done a lot of fantasy, obviously. And uh, it's still the football podcast, fantasy football podcast. But I'm I'm thinking more about like teams and like how they're going to look throughout this year. And obviously Mm -hmm. that involves fantasy, but... Who's gonna be the bad team? <laughs> you know, like the the like we always said, the narrative of the Jets and the Jags, like right. they're no longer the bad team anymore. You know, right. they have so much talent there. Who's gonna be the team that has currently has talent? And it's gonna it was be bad. A, it was the Dolphins before it was the exactly Jags. And yeah, exactly. The Dolphins are good now. So um, like it, every team has talent. If it, it feels mm-hmm. like you know, we can name every team and be like, whoa. Surely that team can win games. Surely this team can win games. Yeah. But like, there's going to be a really oh, talented I know. It's, team. It's actually really easy. The Texans. <laughs> the Texans <laughs> well, I will can't be believe the I bad forgot team. about the Texans. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. But um, usually there's like a bunch. Yeah. You know, before there was, it was always the Browns, the Jets, the Bills True. were always bad. Because you even know, the like, Falcons picked at four this year, they're going to be pretty good. The Jets have upside. The Jags have upside. The Bengals have massive upside. Maybe the Lions, the Lions, Eagles. I don't think they're terrible. I think they do get worse because, you know, their quarterback and they got rid of all their weapons. The Raiders could easily finish as a, like, below top four worst team record-wise. So much talent. Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs. I know, but. Henry Ruggs, you like. There's so much talent that on that division. Team, they are the fourth best team in that division, and they have to play all those teams twice. Yeah, it's an interesting conversation. Saints, it just really, would, would, it, it, would it blow you away if the Saints had a top five pick next year? No. It would blow me away. Like, it Bro, could happen, but... I don't know if you saw that report, but they said that Jameis Winston's accuracy for the slant routes is not looking good either. Yeah. You know, Look. like that, that, that concerns me with Michael Thomas. Everyone is loving, like everyone still believes that Michael Thomas could be this guy. Uh, I mean, I do believe it. I just don't believe the quarterback is, is the answer. Mm. And I know you can probably look at the stats of last year because Michael Thomas still finished really high when Jameis Winston and, and Taysom Hill was in the game. But I'm not excited. I can't, I can't draft somebody like that. I, I think if there was something that I have to bring to the table, I can't draft Michael Thomas. I can't draft... Um, in my opinion, harsh. yeah. When I say I can't draft, I like I'm my, staying I still away. like Michael Thomas's upside this year. Personally, I mean, his ADP is primed for a great return on value. 
I just can't. I just can't do it. I think of you know obviously the the other podcast we did with the Steelers wide receivers. I can't do it. If there was one, it definitely has to be Deontay Johnson. If I had to take one, mm. um, you know, that's really it, man. Like, um, what about a running back that I can't draft? I don't know if I'm I'm happy to take Jonathan Taylor once again. I know I've I've been talking about um, Marlon Mack, but. I think he comes back and plays a significant role. Oh my god. And gosh. when I say significant I really don't think so. And when I say significant, I, I just mean like goal line touches. I do believe he takes some sort of touches away from him. We saw them this running back room use all their weapons as much as they can each game. I'm not saying Jonathan Taylor is gonna be inconsistent. I don't think Marlon Mack has a role. I think Hines has a role, but I don't think Mack has a like he when I say he doesn't have a role, he might get like five percent to ten percent of the touches this year. That's not anything I, I'm worried about. Yeah. But uh, I can't take I I can't take JT in the first five, like some people are. Oh yeah, same. I can't take JT in the first five. I think I feel comfortable taking him late second, early third. My mm. for me, I'm okay. comfortable taking him there. Well, uh, if you can get him anywhere in the first round, and then you draft Tom Brady in the tenth, woo! <laughs> let me tell you, you'll be chilling, my guy. You'll be chilling. Yeah. Should we do that one? Oh, hundredth episode. Yo, shout out to everyone, all the supporters. Huge, huge love. Yeah, I, I was gonna um, actually shout out uh, some of our Patreon supporters. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the hundredth episode, you guys are literally the lifeblood of what we do. You are the reason that we see hope for this being our careers. Shout out to Brandon Baca, been supporting for a long time since yeah, October of last year. Shout out to Tito, been supporting since October last year. Enrico, um, Enrico, super um, glad we were able to start a conversation in November, and you supported Bernsey since November, Jack since November. Uh, Jack Mara, Billy Spriggs uh, in April. He's going to play in the Golden Goats League. Tommy in April, uh, been supporting the show. Tommy Bockley, your boy Bricks, mm-hmm. Ryan Clarkson, uh, and my dad. <laughs> shout out. Big shout out to these guys for supporting the show. Um, if you want to support us, you believe in what we're doing. If you want to play in a league with us, if you want unlimited advice this year, just so everyone knows, last year we were able to give out unlimited advice all year long for free. Mm-hmm. That took a real toll on us. Yeah, we Wake up every day and there was hundreds of DMs and it was just really hard to keep up with with our other lives, you know, with our real lives as well, you know, family and, and work. Um, and we want to make sure that we're still giving the best advice possible so that's now going to be this year an unlock through Patreon. Correct. Uh, that's the Close Friends Plus tier, the $5 tier. You sign up to that tier and you'll get unlimited replies from us all year long. We're going to help you win your championships again. Um, really appreciate your guys' support. Every time you, you know, when you decide to po- support us on Patreon, everything we put out, you are supporting it. You are literally the Absolutely. lifeblood of what we do, and um, mm-hmm. we can't thank you enough for believing in us. Um, it's been such a fun hundred episodes so far. Yeah, um, we'll we're hit two hundred episodes before we know it. To be honest, yeah, we're still learning. We're still growing. We want. We can't wait till we hit two hundred, five hundred, a thousand. However long you know this journey is for us, we're just excited. We're pumped. 
and we're excited for all the new projects we're doing as well. Like, yeah, cool, cool content that we want to bring out for you guys. So stay yeah. tuned for that. Again, that website is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash FantasylandFam. If you want to support us, if you want to play in a league with us, if you want unlimited advice and more, check it out. It would mean so much to us. Um, mm-hmm. The last thing that we want to do is just what, what, what you got any, anything you want to say to close the show, Padaki? No, uh, I think, no, <laughs> that's another thing I used to do. No. Uh, you have anything, no, to, say? I don't have anything no. to say? No, but you know, I'll, I'll have this, this, and this. <laughs> Hundred. Uh, <laughs> look, I think another thing I just want to say was uh, the show that we're going to do every Sunday night. I'm getting really excited about it. Mm-hmm. We are closing in on some cool, cool content for you guys. We're going to go live on probably, we don't know the logistics yet, whether it's YouTube, Twitch, whatever the case may be. Every Sunday night, we're going to watch the Sunday night games with you. We can't stream the Sunday night games. But we're going to be answering all your fantasy questions. We're going to be talking about what's happening, what has happened throughout that Sunday and talk about the weeks after and as the game, well. Of so the game. Yeah. yeah. And and the game, obviously. And just just have bands. We're going to talk It'll with the boys. Massive, we're going to have some people bands, on the show. Chill vibes. Yeah. yeah. Place just, for you to watch. Like if you don't have any, if you're by yourself on a Sunday night, no, no longer. <laughs> yeah. No longer. You got the boys. <laughs> no longer. um no it's gonna be real fun and um yeah appreciate you guys we will see you next week on the show um drop a review if you liked this if you didn't just pretend that it didn't happen at all Mm -hmm. but uh if you didn't like the 100 episodes come on if you didn't like all 100 episodes no, it's really throughout all hundred episodes. There's got to be something that people didn't like. Even even if even if the episode was bad, say you know what? Congratulations on the hundred episode. Just leave a review. Yeah. Congratulations on a hundred. Yeah, on hundred. All right. Well, we'll see you at one hundred and one. Yep. Anybody want the one hundred and one? Hit me up. Hit me up. Dynasty <laughs> League one hundred and one. Let me know. One point five feel real cozy. Let me know, boys. Real cozy. All right. We'll see you on the next one next week. See you there. See you there. Hey, yeah, you, the one listening to this podcast, you made a good decision today. Keep making those good decisions. You know what? Go ahead and do a little dance right now like no one's watching because you, you deserve it.